Number one, the bank want a drug screen for everyone on the crew before they forward the money. A piss test? Yes, a piss test. I'll have what she's having. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Slash is so sad. And horny. Ready to talk about Thor. Love and Thunder. I just don't get how you can listen to this and not, like, love it. Like, Guns N' Roses is just great music. There's a point in my life where I thought Slash was the coolest person on Earth. I think everyone did. Right around Guitar Hero 3. Oh, yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Everyone had that like 80s right rock before we get copyright and... strike. Yeah, right, right before someone sues us. Yeah, I don't. What think, am I doing? I don't think we're at. There risk. it is. I'll Here we honest. are. Okay, folks, we are back. We, you guys, had a great response to the summer Hall of Fame. Did Ooh. they podcast? Oh yeah, they've been biting at biting at the the teat. Did we have any of our podcast? Did anyone fighting fighting, fighting about our rankings? Nope. Everyone's been unanimous that uh, Taike's list sucked. <laughs> no, <laughs> this was combined, my list was the Hall of Fame. Oh, like, his recommendations. You know? Every you know every single or, I mean, person that's legend. been reaching out to 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 me about the podcast, are like you know what, Taike had a good pick about Jaws is a good pick for Taike. Yeah, I had one good one. Like, give give him, give him credit where he's due, but it won't happen again. Basically, but yeah. that, that was it though. I got one off. That's all I can ask for. It's like that one time an eclipse happens, you just have to stare. But we <laughs> no have shielding. we have transitioned back to the cinema. Cool. <laughs> that just reminded me of when there was that there, there was that eclipse and Trump went out there and stared at it with no glasses. Yeah, no yeah, glasses. He, like, <laughs> yeah, he just looked not that bad. He's just staring at it. I love those little yeah, I don't glasses. need glasses. Um, but let's hear your Trump impression. Let's, let's no. go around. I, that seems like such a hard impression to do to Let's me. Let's see uh, your Thor Love and Thunder impression. She definitely said yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> this is now the second feature-length film directed by uh, our boy, Taika Waititi, uh, and the resurgence, the uh, 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 Taika-sance of, uh, of Thor's character. Yeah, yeah. Um. Following the previous film Ragnarok, which is probably one of the best MCU f- films out there, a great balance of um, comedy and action. And then between the last time Taika was here, we had quite a few MCU movies. Yeah, in between, I just saw that graphic today about how many fucking Phase Four projects there's been already. Which is act. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But so, but in Thor, in the the span of Thor, we have Ragnarok. Um, and then what infinity war and Endgame and is that it oh for for movies that chris hemsworth that, that, that thor is in yeah i think you're right i think, I think that's I don't, it i don't know if there's any other ones um doesn't he just like randomly appear in a bunch of them not really him no. so much he's too overpowered he's like not he's off doing his own thing like Guardians just, of the galaxy but is that yeah. after but that, that, was, yeah. that was before there's a new this one. was the next time we've seen Guardians of the galaxy since Endgame. yeah so this was more of a introduction or continuation of Guardians of the Galaxy than a continuation of Thor. Okay. Well, Boof, why don't you do me a favor and read read us the summary of this movie? Yeah, I'm just busy texting that uh, OG Savage. I'm, I'm so glad that uh, <laughs> OG, OG Savage. Just, you just continue <laughs> to just, you know. I'm sorry. I put a hefty bet on Minnesota bring, United. <laughs> so just bring a lot uh, of 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 effort and I'm, consideration I'm getting, to the uh, podcast. I'm getting updates. Oh, this is a long one. This is a long. A long summary. Uh, summary. 
So it starts off Thor, Love and Thunder. The one is not the only. Mm. After his retirement is interrupted by Gore the God Butcher, a galactic killer who seeks the extension. The extension of the gods. Extinction of the (laughs) The exact opposite of what he wants. (laughs) Thor enlists the helps of King Valkyrie, Korg, and his ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, who now inexplicably wields Molnir (laughs) as the mighty Thor. Together, they embark upon a harrowing cosmic adventure to uncover the mystery of the God Butcher's vengeance and stop him before it's too late. Mm, Spicy. Here's the trailer. Kids, get the popcorn out. Let me tell you the story of the space Viking. Thor Odin. Get your popcorn up. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dad bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months and six days. Give or take. Am I uh, sensing feelings? Well, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> The only ones who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow. All gods will die. I just want to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. It's just my first bad guy. Never forget you first. You are not like the other gods of Kilm. Because I have something worth fighting for. Let's see who you are. I take off your disguise and flip. You flicked too hard, damn it! Shall we help so him? Yeah, eventually. Great. It's got to be like one of the most insane physiques like ever attained for a film. Yes. If he's got a big dick, that's just unfair. I'm, he's there a god. is no god. <laughs> he's literally the god of thunder. Yeah. No, I'm saying in real of life. Clapping. I'm, I'm saying more real life. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, in real like, life. That's just we don't know that for sure. He's still though. thunderclapping cheeks in real life too. That's just not Is he married? Gift kids. Yes. What, to nope. who? Nope. <laughs> to who? We're not continuing this well, line I, of thinking. I'm just, no, no, I'm I'm not thinking. I'm I'm just curious. I don't, who, I don't like think she's wife. famous at all. Let me see. Good for him. Is he just a good guy? I think so, as far as I can tell. God, that's tough. But then again, if I, I don't, was that good, I don't I'd be the biggest. Yeah, okay. I'd be the biggest piece of shit if I had everything. Oh my god! I literally just Google Chris Hemsworth, and the first thing that comes up on Google Images is all just that shot with his <laughs> arms pulled out and his chest looking insane. Mm. Yeah, that kind of looks like Durkin. 
for there, the most part. There are a part, lot yeah. of similarities. Yeah. Same beard, same hair. Oh, wait, no, I have Elsa Pataki. Elsa I don't Pataki. know who that is. Is she another actress? A Spanish model. Okay, that'll do it. That will do it. Good for them. Oh, I do know. No, she's in a she's in a few movies. What is she in? I have no idea. Um, but it does. Her name does sound familiar to me. No, she's in a fucking. She's like in some big movies. I don't know. I don't think so. This is the background we're providing yeah. for this one. <laughs> movies and TV shows. She's in. in that's Fast she's Five. Fast Furious. Thor: that's The Dark World. Every movie that oh Chris wait Hemsworth yeah that is been. where I've heard her name because of the how did this get made episodes they're constantly being like Elsa Pataki's character that's crazy yeah she's, never seen the movies though she's forty five she's in I'm pretty sure she's the female FBI agent in the Fast movies I think right you're right she's a pretty main character from okay what I remember well good for Chris yeah all right so as I said um, the second feature length film directed by Taika Waititi. Uh, the 29th film in the that Marvel so Cinematic Universe. Many. That's wild. Wow. 29th Jesus. film. And they the, are not stopping anytime soon. The the sixth movie of of Marvel Phase 4 and uh, accompanying those six movies, seven television shows. That's wild. So already in the last, what, two years, pretty much? Um, year and a half, maybe? Uh there's been, from what I saw in the graphic, there's been more content in this phase than in any of the phases yeah. before, and we still don't even know what's going on. Yeah, because really, in the in, in previous phases, we maybe get a, two movies a year. Like yep. you, you might get three at most, um, and we're like on pace for like four or five a year. Yeah, which is insane. Well, Already and- this year, we've had um, Thor, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, we've had Eternals, um, correct? Marvel, Miss, in the last, in the the last calendar year, like not the Moon Knight. In the last three hundred and sixty-five days, um, Spider-Man: No Way Home, Black Widow, Loki, Hawkeye. Wasn't there like the Marvel one? What's what's that? Miss Marvel. Miss is it Miss Marvel? Miss Marvel just came out. Moon Knight. Um. And then uh, Doctor Strange, Metaverse and Madness. Yep. Um, so a lot and, of content. And uh, the Fast and Furious. And, Fast uh, Furious, yes, yes. And the thing about like all of these things that we're, we're talking about is not a lot of it is great. Yeah. And uh, we'll save. Oh, and Eternals. We'll save some we, of. We did say that one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we, we, Later in the podcast, we'll kind of go in a little more deeply on kind of the state of Marvel mm. and, and where we think it's going from here. Um, but for right now, we'll we'll focus a little more on, on Thor: Love and Thunder. So this movie uh, is getting a little bit of a uh, mixed review mm-hmm. from from critics and, and fans alike. But that being said, it has. It's a Marvel movie. It's a Thor Marvel movie. It is the actually number one Thor movie in the box office so far for opening weekend. It, Interesting. And this is uh, we're recording this podcast on the thirteenth, so five days after the release of of Thor in theaters. And uh, 
they it is climbing up to about 200 mil in the box office so it's already made like a hundred million dollar profit hasn't it well um i'm not exactly sure on the budget but gotta be close i think it was only like 120 million i don't know i feel like marvel just throws i mean that's really low for a marvel movie so honestly the the fucking magnitudes of money that they play with is like yeah i'm not even i'm not even concerned with the budget of a marvel movie anymore (laughs) it's always gonna make it back but it's always gonna like never double it Mm. ever so it is uh, i don't know actually yeah i think think they always yeah so analytically it is doing very well in the box office um but that is to be expected from a a the only sole original avenger franchise that marvel currently has right now especially coming off the heat of ragnarok yeah is there anything else you want to uh talk about for background before we get into the the movie i mean i think you guys are more well versed in like the overall marvel marvel universe more than i am but um i mean i couldn't even tell you what happens in ragnarok come on (laughs) yeah i actually had a little bit of a double feature going and i watched ragnarok right before i went to the theater um, or like an hour before, I had a little bit of a break. Um, and let me tell you, Ragnarok is better. <laughs> <laughs> Almost definitely. Um, I really like this movie. I don't know. Okay. And we'll get into it. I'm going to talk a lot of shit about this movie. I might too, but, but I'm also going to defend it. I will defend it a little bit too. It's not that bad of movies. Some people are saying this is like one of the worst MCU movies. and it's, That's ridiculous. It's no. definitely not. Like this is a fine movie. It's yeah. in the top half. It's very. It's, I don't think it's groundbreaking in any way. But it's I, fine, and there's some great things about it too that we will. I cannot imagine going there and like not having a decent to good time yeah. while watching it, no matter how you feel about. So we're going to talk about a lot of the good and the bad, because um, there is a lot of both. Yeah. Um. So quick themes. We're going to go through the themes of the movie very quickly. I have a uh, identity, grief, love, hope, and power, and specifically the um ramifications of power in the um what's the word the Bird corruption the corruption that, that comes with power okay yeah yeah especially in like the god butcher angle yeah and anything you want to add to that list that's pretty solid yeah i think that hits it down for yeah. me it was like primarily like grief and love were like 1a 1b for the most yeah. part i mean those are pretty broad terms too and if we were yeah, going to exactly. say anything it would just be and I yeah, feel like the top, the first three I said identity, identity, grief, and and love, you could really apply to almost, almost <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so we're not getting too deep in 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 the in the weeds here. Okay, um, let's go to the highlights. Let's talk about what we liked. Um, I don't have a long list of yeah. this, um, but I figured that we could just kind of casually talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the first thing that i glad you have this up here because i agree is probably the funniest part of the movie to me the funniest running bit because there's a few running that that was gonna be mine too there's a a few running bits and some of them they really just beat the shit out of (laughs) yeah and this one was one that i was okay with them beating the shit out of and that's the uh uh uh, thor's axe being like a jealous ex-girlfriend yeah which is just hilarious um because spoiler alert um Thor is reunited with uh, his hammer uh, through through Jane, who now owns it, and uh, is constantly uh, approaching it 
uh caressing tr- it. yeah trying to rekindle the relationship <laughs> and just whenever whenever he's he's like when he's trying to uh call the hammer he's like come on come on just come over <laughs> here trying to get it to come to him then the, all of a sudden the act just floats up right next to him and he's like um oh yeah i was definitely calling like, you oh thing i was calling you <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was definitely funny and like was really the only like part of the film that really like justified to me the whole like love and thunder bit of the title mm-hmm. but maybe we'll get into that more that in, like, didn't nitpicks. The, that being the name of the character at the end didn't justify it <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> but, yeah um but I yeah i just really like taika waititi's version of thor so much better than oh, any most definitely. other character in the mcu really so yes um, i agree i love the guardians but yeah i the, yeah. pro- the progression of Thor has came a long way and he's nothing like he used to be in the, in the original and especially like going up to uh, um, into the dark world and, and what's the uh, uh, age of Ultron um, complete 180. Yeah. Well, because yeah, they tried to be so Shakespearean with those ones, which is p- the other best running bit in Taika's stuff, which is him mocking the Shakespearean tone of previous Thor films with mm-hmm. the Matt Damon plays, which to me will always be a highlight. <laughs> Even though highlight, I was yeah. thinking as I was watching it, I'm brother. like, yeah, the that... whole point of the last one was it was Taika poking fun at the Shakespearean, which then him poking fun at his own movie, I guess is like another meta layer of like him <laughs> making fun of like him putting such like heavy emotional themes in his films. But it's kind of lost when you have Matt Damon and them acting all Shakespearean mm-hmm. while doing it. There was a girl but in my theater that, that was hilarious. Matt Damon, you know, like turned around in the play and like mm-hmm. yelled or whatever, lost her mind, legitimately yeah. screamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, what is fucking happening? This chick just screamed like, um, no, nah, I probably can't say that. I was going to say like a shooter just walked in, but <laughs> Danny's going to attack <laughs> That's you. That's too recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, Danny. It's all right. But uh, it did feel like that was happening for a second. <laughs> I'm gonna get PTSD. But one thing, uh, correct. Uh, this movie is constantly winking, and it might be in Marvel just in general right now. Every movie has to be constantly winking. Yeah, and uh, this one felt pretty heavy-handed in it a little bit. That's the thing, and it's like that's the good and the bad of the Guardians of the Galaxy of vacation of the mcu post james gunn entering where it's like that's the whole reason taika came in Mm -hmm. was because of the cosmic like comedic tone that he had channeled in guardians of the galaxy and ragnarok and the guardians movies at least to me have the like perfect level of winking to non-winking ratio and everything phase four has been way too far tipped in the winking direction yeah um, which is one of my nitpicks for it. Um, mm-hmm. And one thing, it's not really a highlight. It's, it's what works because in overall, I, I, into what you're saying about Taika, I do love the, we all love Taika Waititi and mm-hmm. we love his movies and we, I, I love his style like for these movies. But in general, like there's just a little too much Taika in this one. Mm. Um, and the jokes are a little too, a little too much, I think. And it's like not, not the right tone yeah they they really struggle with tone we can get into yeah this yeah definitely yeah well let's yeah we're gonna we're gonna really spend a lot of time in nitpicks we're so gonna let's, spend a lot. Just, we're let's get, let's get let's let's have fun right, right now very yeah. many, to be honest yeah but there's like a bigger discussion I, we'll talk about yeah. that in a second. um okay uh everything with christian bale was amazing yeah uh he's Christian by far bale. the best part of the movie i think mm-hmm. um 
whether it's it's his character, his performance. Um, did you not you disagree? I mean, best part of the movie, I think. No, like I think Christian Hemsworth or fucking not Christian, Christian Hemsworth, Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like just Thor's character, I think is the best part of the movie, to be honest. Yeah, um, I mean, you could. Yeah, there's but, an argument to be made for that, but I. Honestly, here's the here's the uh, compromise I'll make between the two of these things. The only reason that I would almost agree with that is because I really felt like Christian Bale did not get enough screen time in this. I that's was going to well, be my nitpick. So it is for everything surprised. that he is on the screen. I loved it. Yeah, it is Thor's movie, and they are trying to do a lot. This is what it's a, a relatively shorter movie. It's about mm-hmm. two hours. I think it's exactly two hours. Uh, it's uh, actually one hour fifty nine minutes. Oh, it is? Okay. Dang, well, that's even shorter than well, I thank thought. Thank you. I prepare. Under two hours. <laughs> and uh, they try to do a lot in it. And uh, it, I think I would have it would have served us better to focus a little more on Christian Bale's yeah. I think, plot do we have... rather than having so divert it and dilute it with so much other things that we don't really need. Do yeah, we like... only have two scenes? Where he isn't like directly confronting Thor. There's the there's scene the at the beginning, beginning that sets him up, and then there's the scene where he's talking to the kids. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, it's the only time where he wasn't directly fighting Thor in that moment. It's mm-hmm. like that was not enough time to establish who he was at all. No. Um. But that I, once again, it will 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 be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, at the same time as I wish for more of it, but like what more would they could they have done with it well i mean look at like thanos and like infinity war he had something like every other character in infinity war had i think max 20 to 30 minutes of screen time and he had an hour and a half of screen time and it's like and he was the best villain because it was like you actually like understood his motivations like versus this where you have the opening scene where it's like there could not be more of a binary of Christian Bale is 100% in the right. The God is 100% in the wrong. There's no moral ambiguity. There's just literally a God acting buffoonish. Mm-hmm. And then him being like, okay, well now I obviously have to lash out. And then, and then that's kill just every it. One. That's yeah. just it for the rest of the movie. And uh, that was like my main nitpick is fleshing that part out more. Yeah, but I they think were just, I, again, Holy let's shit. Your cat just fucking <laughs> <laughs> Put that on pause. What, we'll get to it in a nitpick what cat? for sure. <laughs> um no, but real uh, quick i uh since we we are uh talking about it um there is just like it's not about like what more you could do it's about like what you chose to do instead yeah i yeah. think and uh, like there's a lot of parts of this movie that i feel like you don't need to be there and like they aren't really serving a purpose besides like this would be like a like a cool two minute scene that like in order to have this two minute scene we have to have a 20 minute sequence to make it make sense like i think yeah like the original invasion on earth type like bit are you talking about there well just there's there's probably like five of them uh like (laughs) like little things where it's like we really didn't need this uh but we only have it because like uh um when they go to the island or the planet of the gods basically omnipotent Uh, city yeah yeah, i feel like you don't really need that because you don't really get anything from it except for you getting the the lightning bolt. You go to the. You go there for an army. Well, and they're potentially setting up the sequel, which we can. Yeah. Well, which, then, which, like which... you know, what I would have preferred is don't give me that intro of Christian Bale at all. Do Dang. some flashback in like the second act or something. 
but make the justification like Thor's trip to omnipotent city so that we first see Thor aligned with this ideal and then see Gore take that ideal to an end that Thor would never be comfortable with. I think they could even just add it like 15, 20 minutes in the movie, just like a couple more scenes flushing that out, which yeah, that made me think because it's like literally two hours that that was like a studio thing. Where like this movie is going to be under two hours. Well, I think, with I, Taika, wonder, I think with the Taika thing, actually. I think actually. it was a Taika thing. I think you're right, yeah. I, think, I feel like Marvel doesn't have an issue going over two hours. And I feel like that's what Taika was making, like, a conscious effort of, yeah. like, okay, guys, that's no more two-hour, 45-minute movies every single time. But I, as I was saying, and I'll finish up real quick, uh, I think that whole sequence is, like, just to have the scene where, like, Thor gets his clothes taken off. Yeah. And, uh, well, like, that in, and, like, a battle. Well, I'll I'll insert one of my highlights. I think Russell Crowe was the other best part of this film. I thought he was hilarious. I um, loved I literally just the act of playing Zeus with a Mediterranean accent. I I was like, "Oh shit, I've never heard this." Kind of fat. I I <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like amazing and terrible at the same time. Yeah. Um but like later on you'll you'll have to fight about something. Um <laughs> in the outline but um yeah russell crowe as zeus definitely made me fucking like gasp and it fucking yeah spit up my drink and he did he did specifically the moment when he came down the stairs almost crossed too hard into like parody uh-huh. <laughs> but I, really I did, I did laugh I out, like a, a very loud oh i did <laughs> laugh and um but yeah, and I mean, we've seen it a million times. People play the Greek gods like as their actual like uh, traditional like deciduous like mm-hmm. rapist. Lic- that's a good word. Right and there. I don't even know if that's really how it's pronounced. But, um, but it's like a juicy word. Uh, but it's like, yeah, we've we've done that a million times. But to me, this was like even handed enough where it's like Zeus was more less so played as like this, like, you know, rapist <laughs> and, <laughs> and instead played as like he is high on his own supply all the other gods just like worship him and are like he's so sick nothing yeah. could ever go wrong and i'm like i don't know just do just have like i said zeus be the embodiment of like but then thor goes through this emotional arc just in that whole omnipotent city of like oh wait the gods aren't these heroes that i grew up thinking they were and i shouldn't vitalize them and then we never do anything with that. Like, yeah, well, arc. <laughs> we're 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 set up to because uh, Christian Bale uh, Gore is making a point that is kind of the correct point a little bit. Yeah. He, he's an extremist. He's on on one end. He wants to take all these people out, but like we're led to believe that he's not wrong in his view that they are corrupt. That's kind of the and, basis for most Marvel villains. And yeah, and the, we, the good ones. taking a good idea way too far. And yeah. we are. It, that that idea is reinforced once we are exposed to Thor, another god, um, a protagonist that we were familiar with in his journey and his his ideals and his morals. We have an understanding of what they are, and we as an audience like are are rooting for him. We're like, oh, Thor wouldn't do that. Like Thor is a good god, and exactly. And it's we, like we see that turn um, from both perspectives, and so f- from right there. It is like a conflict of, like, as an audience, like what, do, like what are you trying to convey to us? Like it's because it's a false equivalency, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, we already know as fans of 
the films that we like Thor and he's presented to be like a fundamentally just a good hearted person. Mm -hmm. And then instead you set up, well, actually this is what the gods are right at the beginning. Open the fucking movie with the, him going to omnipotent city with Mm -hmm. them. And it's like established right off the bat that Thor is struggling. And then that sets up why Thor is struggling with his identity. I I don't have a problem with the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that would have. Um, I think that, there are benefits of of doing it that way but i don't have an issue with it um it like the i I would rather them have the backstory in the beginning than like jump to it in the middle yeah but if if, if you you wanted if you wanted to scrape even though i scrap scrap the scrap the (laughs) beginning in general (laughs) and uh uh, create his exposition in a different way then i'm okay with that too yeah um but the the scene that i thought was probably the most impressive scene to me in Marvel, any Marvel movie in a long time, actually, I think mm. is when they go to the shadow shadow realm. Is that what it's called? The dark realm, the shadow yeah, realm, the, the shadow, shadow realm. Yeah. Um, when like they're in space fighting there, it's like so dark that it sucks to color out. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was a great decision to make a bold, bold aesthetic choice. Yeah, that we don't see a lot of variation in the MCU. And to me, it made sense for the first time why you wanted to set the other parts of the film so technicolored against gore. Mm -hmm. And one thing they did in that scene that I thought was really cool. Did you notice when she like started? Well, I mean, obviously you noticed because it was very cool when she was lighting the way with the hammer. The light coming off the hammer was an actual color. So like her face and her armor when it was being lit up by that was actually like red and blue and blonde and everything. Mm. And then the rest of her hair and armor was still black and white. Oh. I was like, that's, that's gotta actually... be an editing nightmare. Right? I know. I was like, that must suck ass. Yeah, it probably does there. But yeah, just like the use of like the little splashes of color in it, um, mm-hmm. like the, the blue from the lightning, whether it's from the hammer or from the ax and then the yellow yeah. from the bolt and then um, Gore's eyes, which were very creepy. Very, very um, good. But I, I love a good aesthetic risk in a Marvel movie, which we because we are severely lacking in uh, aesthetic risks. Um, which we've had them in the last two Marvel movies, at least that we reviewed. Aesthetic risk and Doctor Strange. Yeah, but like the, that, not as much as this, I think. In Doctor Strange, even though like it is very visually challenging and they do a lot of effects visually expect. Um, and then we talked like, about the, the whole sequence where they're going through dimensions and everything. And yeah, uh, but that still like falls under like the, the scope of kind of what Marvel has always been doing as far as like color scheme and uh, the saturation and like the kind of how you were calling it like a like an extreme kind of technicolor version of of cinema yeah. and uh, we haven't really had a strong diversion like we do where it's basically black and white with these, these pops of color which i just thought was a very refreshing change of pace for the mc yeah the whole like sapped out look of it all mm-hmm. and also just like sick uh with the fight um Next, we have uh, I have the beginning. I love the beginning. Um, I thought it was a very good way to open the film. And we talked about uh, the potential of bringing it out. But the sequence itself, it, it, whether the film is better for 
moving that or not, this the that sequence itself to set up the character, I thought was very effective. What's what's the sword called again? The necro sword? Yeah. yeah. Necromant? Necrosword. Necromancer yeah. is some difference like Skyrim. Yeah, that's like a person that like it's, summons the dead. Yeah. yeah. Um so is the Necrosword brought up in other movies or is this like the first time it's ever been mentioned? it's a thing out of the comics yeah which okay. I, I heard was like very faithfully adapted from the comics like uh they did a good job of i yeah, don't know how much from, comics from this you read from no i need to get into gore because i've seen like panels of gore and mm-hmm. i was like oh fuck this character seems cool as hell because in the books he looks more like uh voldemort ish which i saw at taiko itt was like yeah we were like yeah stab a nose sorry fans or <laughs> like he looks way too much like voldemort yeah. if we take the nose off but yeah, and he, um, although I think like from the comic books, it was specifically like two gods were fighting and the sword was one of their belongings. But that the one of the god, I think Null was the one carrying the necro sword, which he's tied up in Venom's lore, which they don't own. Mm-hmm. So I think they weren't allowed to my, go into all that. My understanding was like the, the sword is like forged from darkness itself. Yeah. Uh, or, or whatever um not my not my expertise yeah i just thought uh <laughs> just in the the sword finding him and, and switching him so fast i just thought that was all very i don't know felt kind of rushed from my perspective yep, that I could just be because i like have no idea about the lore of the sword and then he just like goes on this rampage and kills all these gods yeah. i'm like how powerful were these gods that he's killing i was like the, the power scaling of the sword it, it needs to be brought into question a little bit and i get <laughs> i get that we are we're introduced to to gore during his call to action. So we don't need to see a whole movie and whole origin story. Yeah. We, all we need to know is that this guy is the villain. Um, here's his power. And uh, it, it's not as black and white as a lot of other MCU villains have. Like, like uh, Thanos is Thanos is bad. He's collecting stones. He's trying to kill people with uh, gore. There's a little more of a um, question of morality with it. Like, is he doing the right thing? He's doing what he believes is right. And I know Thanos kind of was too. But Yeah, and something that we're only reinforced the entire film to think is right. But it's yeah. also just like... But we're then seeing he's overwhelming like, evidence that... He's kidnapping children, which it's like, well, that's the clearest, like... How so, do we get the how do we get the audience against this person as fast as possible? Oh, he took the kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so now he's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I just question like because they gave this. I mean, set it up as just like another normal person, and then they just gave him the sword, and now he's like an all powerful being that can. So it's kill like, gods why wouldn't Thanos win, have been like, trying to get fight. the sword? Yeah. yeah, and it's like, how are these gods losing these fights? Yeah, it's like this is just a normal dude with like an all powerful sword. How did like, the how did the guy who had the Necroblade before him lose that fight? Yeah, that's that <laughs> yeah, right. was my biggest question. Yeah. He, looked, he had way better armor because they like <laughs> For real. glimpsed him. I don't know if I just didn't catch all of it, but he looked like a giant fucking dude. Yeah, but I'm not entirely mad at like the idea of like he looks like the Green me, Knight. To me, I wouldn't be surprised if there was something in the comic book that it's about, like, because he was so devout. That's what I'm sure. Like, he's worshipping the power within the blade, which is, like, making it more powerful. And, like, whereas the other people are like, oh, I'm just going to use this blade. He actually, like, worships it and devotes himself to it or something like that. That was just, like, my biggest question about it. But I don't know what it is with, like, I feel like Taika's whole thing is whenever I watch a movie, I can never, like, take it too seriously where... 
like open faults that I like question. I was like, I don't really <laughs> <And> care. <laughs> also, at some point, you got to say this is a comic book movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad guy strong. It's yeah. always going to be that for some reason this weapon works especially well with this villain, or yeah. else it doesn't make sense um, why he's beating Thor. Yeah. Do you guys have any other highlights you want to talk about before we? I mean, most of my highlights we talk about in our what works like what works section. yeah so i'll just but um, let's get into nitpicks so yeah so. I, I did really like uh the hammer when it when it split into pieces when she would bust into pieces that was really cool that was tight okay nitpicks all right here's the bulk <laughs> of the episode uh this is the bulk of you guys talking yeah <laughs> first uh very we touched on it earlier very inconsistent tone throughout the movie and yeah. that's kind of becoming a big problem for just the MCU in general right mm-hmm. now. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, one thing I want to put out right away, I had it in like my review, but the second half of the movie from Russell Crowe onward, I felt was actually smooth dialogue. People were actually being funny when they meant to be funny and things were actually coming across the way they should have. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first 45 minutes of the movie, uh, the chemotherapy scene all that stuff. I was like, this is the worst dialogue Taika Waititi has ever written. This is incredibly awkward. Like, like that whole exchange where Kat Dennings is like, you have stage four cancer. And then there's like, there's no more stages. I know. And then there's like pause, breath, breath. And then her being like, how many stages is there? (laughs) Pause, breath, breath. Kat Dennings being like, no. (laughs) And it's like, what i do not like her character in this movie (laughs) at fucking all natalie portman's character no i i like nat i like natalie portman i'll admit i know it's on here for like nitpicks like i know you didn't really enjoy your performance that well yeah i don't think you did um i have not put it in the picks but i I felt i did not want to touch she had the worst writing and then she also i felt phoned in her performance i yeah i didn't really like her character that much but i just love natalie portman so much Mm -hmm. um ever since obviously my childhood (laughs) yeah Uh, so like i couldn't hate it that much but also i'm bringing back i just can't take it like that seriously to like ruin my experience i just kind of ignore it completely yeah is now the part where i should shoot taika some bail yes yes um so i noticed during the credits this was co-written yes not just written by him Mm -hmm. whereas as far as i know ragnarok jojo rabbit all that is just taika i then remembered that taika is currently writing and directing a star wars film i saw this in your which has been like his dream forever Mm -hmm. he's currently writing reservation dog season two he's very stretched then right now he has his his little hands and so many tv shows and like three movies he's currently writing for and i'm like oh what this screams of to me is he had like okay i want gore to be in this one I want this, 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 and this to happen. Like, I'll write the climactic scene. I want it to end this way, yada, yada. And then handed it off to someone who he believed he could trust and was like, I got to get back to making my other things that are more important to me. All because he if you're, if you're, no Taika, evidence to back this up. Exactly. Yeah. But if you're Taika, you're like, your number one focus is not the sequel to something you already did. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's going to be Star Wars. People are going to remember Ragnarok. Exactly. When his legacy is Ragnarok. And to me, that whole first 45 minutes, you know, everything just being set up just to be knocked down. Like, we just be like, okay, here's Gore. Oh, yep. Gore is a totally justifiable reason to be acting like this. Uh, Specifically, what stood out to me, uh, 
King Valkyrie, mm-hmm. we show her like clearly looking unenthused to be doing her work. And it's like, oh, so we're going to get into a whole arc where she's <laughs> we're going to get into a whole arc where she's going to be like talking about how she's frustrated with, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the keeping up appearances of her job. And she still wants to be a warrior, but we never get any dialogue that indicates that. I, thought, like, I thought they fumbled not until the very end. I thought they fumbled the bag yeah. uh, with Valkyrie a little bit. Yeah, and uh, it's like there was it, so much stuff where it's just like, oh, okay, here, oh, no, like, we're just moving on to Gore's coming in now. Tessa Thompson was great yeah. in Ragnarok, and she I was loved, very important part, in and she just seemed very secondary. And I know that there is like, so we now have Jane, um, Mighty Thor, Lady Thor, and so that kind of takes a lot of the screen time away from Tessa Thompson because... She is like now the new female badass warrior. Um, and you can only devote so much time to female warriors. <laughs> right. um, so that kind of hurts her. And then there's a lot of Korg in this one, too. Yeah. Uh, and I love Korg. Korg I, was my favorite part of Ragnarok. Yes, very funny. But he, I think he's a little overused. I don't think I laughed at one thing he said. Oh, I, yeah, and, I definitely did. And I yeah. enjoy it. And I, I, I think I am just biased and I enjoy it because it's uh, Taika voicing him. Yeah. But and if it wasn't, I don't think I, I'd be like, get the fuck, get Korg out of here. Actually, yeah, there were a few parts I laughed at. But I'm like, compared to how I thought he was the best part of Ragnarok and yeah. in this one, I'm like, he was, it like was a, a little downgrade. He was like a brush, yeah. a breath of fresh air in Ragnarok. Where Which like, I'm oh, like, a little comedic to relief. To me, that's and... the dead giveaway that Taika wasn't writing most of this dialogue. Mm-hmm. Because who do you think Taika is going to have the best jokes written for the character that he's voicing because he's going to be like, Oh, I understand exactly how to deliver this line because it's me. Or, or maybe he's had a little bit of hubris and that's what I'm worried about, but that's what I'm hedging. And against. maybe him and Chris Hemsworth are a little too buddy, buddy. And they're like, Oh, we can just like bounce lines off each other. And have you seen any of like the interviews of what they've been saying? No. Um, just because I know we have here, obviously the CGI looks sloppy and everything, which mm-hmm. I think is tied to, um, when they're the, Marvel walkouts, the Marvel walkouts and all that, mm-hmm. um, which just fucking pay them. You guys make. Yeah. The, so the, literally such a the most successful studio in the history of film. <laughs> and um, yeah, but they have fucking 700 of them working on every movie. Yeah. And okay. there was there's an interview with Tessa Thompson and Taika Waititi where they were openly mocking um, the editing and the CGI for the film. Like <laughs> she said, oh, yeah, do you see that scene? I don't know if you guys saw this. And the one I scene, saw her a eyes shot like, of it on like movie circle jerk where it's like marvel walkouts and right below taiko and mocking the marvel yeah but there's a scene where she kind of um she kind of like flinched and she pointed out to taika she goes remember that you had thor waking up in that scene and he jumped up and yelled something and he was like oh did i and she was like yeah and then remember you cut that and then you didn't recut that scene so then i just look ridiculous and he was like oh yeah i guess i kind of forgot <laughs> and it's like yeah it definitely screamed like taika was not involved in the editing of this film whatsoever and uh there's a thor and uh chris hemsworth and taika interview where uh taika made a comment about the story and chris said don't you remember we decided to uh cut the story to just do jokes in this one and they both were like yeah and i was like oh which which, which really is like <laughs> oh so no in like Taika is so good at he's literally his trademark is like balancing these comedic movies with like very empathetic and serious tones that 
um, people can relate to and like really feel some emotion with. Um, literally, Jojo Rabbit is like the mm. most beautiful example of that, and even Ragnarok does like a great job of that too. Yeah. Um, and they that balance is just completely fumbled in this. One. <laughs> yeah. Um, like because it's all silly. The whole movie's a joke, and then they're like, "Yeah, but Natalie Portman has cancer and she's dying." Yeah. Feel, like feel bad for it. And it's like there was something there. There was something again in the second half. The the like no. Yeah, in my pants. <laughs> He's gonna hit the fucking router with a wrench. I can already tell. Um, but they did show this cool dichotomy in the shadow zone fight, where you know you had Gore sucking the color out of everything. Where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's a parallel you could draw with. I mean, literally, Gore's backstory is why do gods let this happen to us? What's the number one people thing people say is like, why does why does God let cancer happen? Mm-hmm. It's like, how did you not draw a connection between like Jane Foster being like, oh yeah, he's totally right. Why do the gods let this happen to us? But that's far too philosophical for them to get into in this. But it's like, why have <laughs> the whole Technicolor love and thunder, the whole romantic comedy thing, unless you devote at least half the runtime to building out the darkness of life that yeah. is represented by gore instead it's just this very light rom-com-esque you know ex-girlfriend hammer floating around that's all very funny i like mm-hmm. it it would be like if jojo rabbit was had one scene with the, with the girl on the wall and then he never went back to it and never yeah. acknowledged her in there for the rest of the movie um and <laughs> they had like such a also like with the jane stuff beside uh, they had a great example with the the kidnapped children where they could have like really like pulled some strings with that. But again, they're just making jokes with that too. Yeah. And then like towards the climax, when you have like the, the kids start fighting, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I was like, curious no. how you guys would feel about that. Like, I was like, no way. Like these kids, <laughs> Thor is like supercharging them with lighting and they're all yeah. just like fucking super strong and they can fight these demons that literally like massacred their village (laughs) a part of me just like completely just uh i don't even want to sound like i'm sounding like the marvel fans that were saying just shut your brain off i hate part of me i know a part of me though is being like i mean this part is literally for children (laughs) to be (laughs) like i could have thor's power i'm like i really don't even know how to approach this as an adult what view am i supposed to have on this i did not like the ending at all (laughs) um and even uh, I have a, a little throwaway nitpick that is I'm just going to say it and we're going to get over it. Uh, like during the beginning when they first, when Gore first um, invades like new Asgard and yeah. uh, takes the children, like, there's a huge fucking battle in the streets and we see Natalie Portman, like all were all the characters like come together and it's a kind of the call to action. And then they, we flash to like children in bed sleeping how are you sleeping through this? <laughs> yeah. Your town is burning to the ground. That all seemed weird too. It was it's like, like, what's going on now? He's like, actually, I'm just going to kidnap the kids. It's mm-hmm. like, if you could just sneak in there and grab the kids, why didn't you just do that in the first place? Mm-hmm. Why would you engage in open warfare and then be like, let me grab the kids. Mm-hmm. Weird, just yeah, weird yeah, stuff. Just, where it's like, this just feels like it was edited out of order. Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about next? Um, uh, should we go into what works? No, I still have much to talk about in Epics. Oh, sorry, I lost um, track of where we were. I thought the, the lightning bolt was bad. I thought it looked terrible. Yeah, I think like their suits, 
um look bad i hated their outfits so yeah bad. I, think... I loved the thor ragnarok whole look i loved the short hair it was like a complete like rebrand of thor of like oh no he's edgy now and i don't even like need the short hair but like his hair in this was like so fucking like hair metal punk metal yeah um like, like... which it's like then keep him in the guardians of the galaxy outfit it was just weird and uh, like it seemed very cartoonish and uh, like phony like all the outfits that they're wearing they looked fake as fuck like, yeah, they, fake like, as fuck. the that, cgi looked uh, like shit super random that reminded me for some reason of them directly referencing like all their guns and roses mm-hmm. uh music going on with the axle yeah they yeah. directly reference like oh this is the lead singer of a band i like yeah, i was like just like i like okay. that <laughs> that's funny <laughs> um the it's dumpling god fucked right now the dumpling god was dumb i what? didn't really get that at all yeah <laughs> i was like, I like is this a what do you like better like some other type what do you of like project? better dumpling god or foot god what was the foot god again? There was, there was a hairy foot. There, there was a hairy foot god. Right I don't think I don't know if we who yelled shut sure, up. I don't know if we're for sure that that's the foot god, but <laughs> it, it's something. It, yeah. See, I'm like, why saying, couldn't you get like a like a like a Danny DeVito to be like the dumpling god? Because I, it's I way really, funnier if it's just like a a little, a little CGI. They wanted to sell a little toy. That's what they wanted to do. You think? They, they, no. Well, no one's gonna buy that, so no. No, he'll come back and you never. I will like, be the villain. <laughs> he'll be like the. Hey, that's that's where this arc is going. He's gonna yeah. be the dumpling god. It's gonna be the uh, the Thanos. I see. Right when I saw that and the fighting started to happen, I was like, "Please get the dumpling god to fight." Okay, and help him out. My last big nitpick, and then we'll move on. Um, regarding the ending, um, I hate that. Thor just like took the kid. I have really mixed feelings about it. Honestly, I wasn't mad at it just because Christian Bale sold it to me. Like okay. he convinced me enough that he was like, like there's just I I yeah I, that was a very tough moment to land. I I, I felt I, in the moment. I'm not mad that Thor is now a dad and he has a child to look after. I think mm-hmm. that's like a good. You just think it's weird that it's, it's it's a good development for his character. I just think it's weird that like Gore did what he he reached his achievement. He's like yeah. I've worked so hard to get here, and then Thor and Natalie Portman are like, just be nice. And he's but, like, he's like, but okay, you're it was it. because the sword broke. He oh. was under the influence of the sword sure. up until he crawled through that portal. I guess there's that. Movies. That was that was like a big thing to me is because I think they even showed like his eyes change, okay. yeah. which to me was like them trying to be like, OK, he's not under the influence of the sword anymore, which I'm glad that like they still showed him being conflicted with it, though, like mm-hmm. him being like, no, 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 I went through all of that. I have to kill everything. Still, I just feel like it was like not very clean. And yeah, it was very much like a difficult to land ending. I thought as yeah. it was happening because I was I was very much when it first like became clear that's what he was going to do. I was like, "Ew, no!" Well, what I was really worried was that he was actually what I was most worried was he was going to say, um, "I don't want to bring my daughter back." Like my wish is that like Natalie Portman lives. Yeah, I, I was worried. I thought it was going to happen too. Walked out. I was like, "Please don't tell me it's that." Yeah, it's like, if I can't have love, you can have love. Oh, I was so scared. Like, That's what I was going like, to be. No. So I feel like I feel like maybe I only liked it because I was so relieved that he did that instead of was. Yeah, like, I was actually... also very. I'm like, how are they gonna? I'm like, I'm like, he's gonna like do like a double one where he's like, it also he'll Natalie Portman. Yeah, I'm like no. Yeah, so I was glad it was that. Maybe that's like the only reason I liked it. Yeah, because. Oh, 
better than that. How um, do you feel about uh, the girl's name being Love? That was that was a little unnecessary, again, a bit on the nose by Tyga. Yeah. <laughs> a bit cheeky. Because my dad did turn to me right at the end and go, "That's why it's called that." I was like, <laughs> I know, Dad. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to what works. We've been too negative for too long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we already talked about it in depth. Christian Bale as Gore was great. I thought yeah. it was the best part of the movie. Um, what? Uh, do, let's talk about Gore a little bit, just in general, um, as a character, as a villain. What? What? What did you think? Part of me is heartbroken that that's what he got used on, and he's never coming back. Mm-hmm. I am glad that he got like a redemptive ending, where you know, it's like he did at least get a full emotional arc, even mm-hmm. if it was like a total screen time of 15 minutes and you know that christian bale is like i'm only gonna do this if i can only be in one i'm not i'm not fucking doing 10 movies yeah you're not roping me into this one thing i had a question of so in the very beginning when they introduced him he had like those lines on his body you know Mm -hmm. but when he like turns into gore he has like scratch marks over all his lines were those supposed to represent like his changing you know, or, damn, you I know think, what? I, think... I couldn't even, th- I didn't even think about it till right now. I bet he was slashing like his tattoos that were obviously made yeah. to his God out of yeah. his skin with the necroblade. Yeah. Okay, so actually, it's not I, crazy. I now, believe I that is uh, what I took away. That's dope. Now, I didn't even think about that actually, like as an actual. Uh... I was stuck on it because I thought that would be the case, but I'm like, how did he get the skin together to perform in perfect excess? Those are weird stitches. <laughs> exactly. I was, That's like, what I was thinking. <laughs> Like how that would be possible. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure he, he obviously figured it out. Yeah. But I thought that was like a cool, really cool aspect of like his, his hair and makeup, I guess you could call it. Um, was like that stitch marks of him crossing out like his old self mm. basically. And that's all I thought it was. But, I was like, okay, I was a little whatever. Yeah. But, um, but I thought like his overall presence was like the best part of his character. Like how yeah. he appeared on screen. He's so fucking good. Yes, and uh, so I've I've been hearing people say parallels to, because obviously Christian Bale's famously been one of the uh, the greatest Batman's mm-hmm. uh, per- performances ever, and uh, what what do you think about people comparing this character Gore to Heath Ledger's Joker? I would, ugh. I don't like that. I comparison did. At all. I did. I think it's almost one... impossible to compare. I did for one moment understand the comparison. It was when he was scaring the kids and mm-hmm. he was talking like that more childish well, tone. I did get worried at that point that I was like, can we not do Joker on screen seemed, for the 50th time? It almost seems like whether it was subconscious or not, that that seemed like it was an influence for him. And that could mm-hmm. just be a byproduct of, of working for a stand, you know, so for to me, so much with that character. To me, I feel like he was just more at the uh, mercy of like, that was only one minute of his performance and no matter what that was going to get brought up mm-hmm. because he had acted against one of the uh, the greatest comic book villain acting yeah. in like the history of cinema um, of course they were going to compare his performance to that yeah and uh, uh, another thing that i heard and this is not an original thought and i'm i'm saying the second hand none of my thoughts are original uh, so perfect <laughs> i i have heard him be compared and i actually like this a lot to uh to, to pennywise yeah, okay. that's a lot more. Yeah, um, that I could see a lot more. And the way that he's being playful with the children, he has mm-hmm. kind of a tone. He's like seeking um, a little bit of empathy from these kids. And 
obviously the glowing eyes and the the pale skin are a, a dead giveaway but i like that comparison the a gnarly lot gnarly teeth um it's the gnarly teeth that ooh that uh uh black tar juice coming out <laughs> come out of them gums yeah, yeah. like uh, the thor line when you see a dentist or something <laughs> I, I hated that line yeah, i chuckled i, I chuckled <laughs> i chuckled um but yeah christian bell was great yeah um guns and roses i mean i loved it i i, I really liked the I mean, I think having him once would have been kind of eh, but it's nice that they, they it was they, like a common theme. They played it a lot. Uh, and what was in Ragnarok? What was the, the band? It was like Led Zeppelin. I think. Correct. Because it was that. Yeah, that's Led Zeppelin. That song. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of that. Now they transitioned a little bit to Guns N' Roses. And I love that Taika is just like, we know him as this like pretty much like very artistic style uh, d- director. And he's like, I'm just going to bang, like, fucking... <laughs> dad rock. Dad rock. And like, I don't give a fuck about any like indie aesthetics. He's like, no, we're fucking blaring yeah. this shit. Um, the most bro frat thing that he's <laughs> ever real. done. Okay. Um, we talked already about it. Uh, the Taika style of comedy overall, it, it's 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 fun to have. And I'm glad that Thor, that has been embedded into the, the Thor character. Mm-hmm. Just a little heavy-handed in this. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a balance that got upset in this yeah. one. Uh, Natalie Portman dying. Loved it. The fact that she died or how she died? Both. Um, <laughs> the fact that she died. I, I was, was so about. worried that <laughs> Natalie, they were setting up Natalie yeah. Portman to like take over as Thor. Which? For, for like the next like Avengers yeah. or whatever. Because like Chris Hemsworth was like looking for an out or something. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that they gave her the powers like with an asterisk saying like, yeah, but she's going to die. Yeah. And I thought and, that the, the cancer thing was a good way to do it. Yeah. And it's also to, nice that Kat Dennings character did not reappear because <laughs> um, that was annoying. Yeah. And to like make it clear, that's not like that's not or at least for me, I was like, it's not that I'm one of those like people who's being like, oh, they're making all of the protagonists women. I was just like. <laughs> I really want Chris Hemsworth to stay being Thor. He's the he's got the best. He basically just started playing this version of Thor in Ragnarok. And I'm like, so it might as well be a new character. And I'm like, and the whole time Natalie Portman was acting in this movie, I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, yeah. please, and, no. And there was already a huge struggle uh, between uh, the MCU and Natalie Portman with mm-hmm. her her leaving the MCU after Into the Dark World. And mm-hmm. there was all of the... Um, uh, drama about the the director that she brought in to direct it basically got fired, yeah, and she was upset. And they brought in Taika, and she didn't want to work with Taika because of it. Um, but he's like, "Hey, we'll give you powers and kill you off." And she's like, "Great, <laughs> yeah." Um, so good for her. Uh, Infinity cones. You like that one? Yeah. Did you like that one? I, that one got a little like, oh. <laughs> I, I it was right in the beginning, and I was like, <laughs> wait, I don't even remember. Refresh my memory. Uh, when they they show New Asgard, yeah, uh, and it's like Disneyland, and it's just completely like, it's like Taika like kind of winking at like this is what like corporations do in oh, America, yeah, yeah, the yeah, commodification yeah. Uh, of it. And like, how can we make money off of it? And then they have a, an ice cream shop called Infinity Cone. Oh yeah, yeah, that with, they the, with like the Infinity Gauntlet yeah, holding was... an ice cream cone. And I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> Well, I got to do that. Yeah. He's just making a little joke. Um, I thought it was harmless. Yeah, no, it's in what works. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Korg, love Korg. But again, a little too much. But still. Uh, I like that he didn't die and they just had to bring his face around. 
Well, and a little I do tiny like what that. works when they tied them back. Mm-hmm. The mustache came across. Yeah, gave him a mustache. Uh, if you guys played God of War, yeah, I thought about that immediately. Yeah, I was like, this is a cool way to tie in that lore of yeah. uh, what's the name again? That's not uh, Cronus. Cronus? No, 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 not him specifically. But um, um it's not like the, Thelmir, got the head. Is it? No, the head. Uh, Belmir. What is his name? I'll Google it real quick. Hey, Durkin, fix the internet. We love nope, no internet connection. Yeah, it's been down. We right now this thing says we've been recording for eleven minutes. So oh, hopefully no. it holds out this time again. Durkin, fix the oh, they unplugged the internet. Mimir. That can't be it. I was gonna say, why don't I recognize that name at all? Mimir? Is that how they pronounce it? I don't know. We're we're gonna move past this. <laughs> but um, clearly a reference to that bit of Thor lore, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Um I love you already talked about it, but uh, when they do like the the, the Matt Damon and Chris Hemsworth's brother yep. Yep. do the the plays that and, was they, and that works and really well. uh, uh, McCarthy, yeah, uh, Melissa, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy. yeah, that's funny. Quite the so that's like his brother, right? It's his brother yep. playing Thor, Luke, and then right? uh, Matt Damon playing Loki, yeah, which I think is hilarious. Uh, even in Ragnarok, it, I fucking killed me, and then yep. they brought it back because like, he's in an Old Spice commercial doing it too. Oh, but what threw sick. me off is his line in the Old Spice commercial is people think I look like him, but I'm not. Maybe maybe a brother or a cousin. And I'm like, wait, is he his cousin or his brother? <laughs> I was like, I think, yeah, it's just that I think he's the oldest brother. Yeah, he is. correctly. And then last thing I have for what works is that uh, love is Chris Hemsworth's real daughter. Oh, ooh. wait, really? Mm-hmm. How are they going to do that then? Is she getting into acting? I don't know. Because otherwise, I'm worried they're going to sail Thor into the sunset right now. They might. <laughs> no, because they set up a sequel. They did, but I mean, if it, what if his daughter's like, actually, Dad, I don't want to be an actress. That could be my they'll, nitpick. Then I don't like how they set up. That then sequel. they'll age her a little bit, and they'll be a different actress. True, true. You're totally right. Or whatever. They look like it's a kid. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about it. the setting up of that sequel? Setting Hercules after. I don't. So really we'll know we'll, what we'll get we'll, 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 we'll get to that we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um. Who won the movie? Not, not Taika. I think with Christian Bale. This is the scariest thing that's happened to Taika's career yeah, so far. I think with Christian Bale. Uh, Christian Bale. I'm happy with Thor. Thor Ragnarok was way more of a win for him. So this again comes off more as a loss. Yeah, yeah. it would have to be someone who's introduced just in this movie. It has to and, be Christian Bale. And uh, there's not a lot of like done a lot of peaks for anyone you know what i mean like no it's not so you could say fast. natalie portman won this movie you could she died you could yeah. but christian bale won way more than she did yeah i, I think so um, i think we got christian bale so I, I, think I'm cri- for I'm, I think i'm chris Hemsworth. um i don't have anything for casting whatever because i feel like it's so hard there's like a, the, the game you could always play the casting game for uh marvel but for like a one we're already in the franchise like everyone's already been characters 87 percent of all of hollywood already has been in it yeah and like you can't like re- yeah so the pool is getting thin um and we could play games all all day about like who's going to be in the next movies about like a bunch of other characters that still don't have casts like the fantastic four I'm which you've already too, done because and- gore was the only villain i ever knew of for thor so i'm like fuck i really don't know who else they'd get into see what i was thinking was the only part that you could like recast would be that first god that they showed um you know what i'm talking about yeah the guy that that died 
Yeah, yeah and I, I was thinking even tell who that was though. I can't remember either. But what if it was like Jeff Bridges? That's the only thing. Well, I guess casting or, what ifs or Donald Glover. <laughs> casting <laughs> what ifs? Uh, he confirmed their scenes with um, Peter Dinklage's character yep. and with Jeff Goldblum's character, and also and uh, and they just cut it. Yeah, and someone else big too that got cut. Um, but yeah, so they well, there's apparently there's like a four hour cut of this movie. Yeah, and did you see what? Uh, I, did you see any of the discourse about the four hour cut of the film? Uh huh. Basically, seen everyone who was you know released the Snyder cut was saying release the the Taika cut, and he already did an interview saying, um, like, let me explain something. He's like, when I cut stuff out of a movie, it's because I don't think it's good, and <laughs> I don't want... He's like, this is my cut. Yeah. Like, he's like, I didn't want it in there. I cut it out. If you make me release a four-hour version of the movie, it won't be the version that I wanted. And he's like, so, no, it's not my cut. That's just all the footage we ever film. I like yeah. how you started doing the Taiki accent and you're like, I, I can't carry out. this. I so can't tough. keep it up. Just got to shorten every vowel. Like all right. Now to the big one. Uh, the John Hamm award for the biggest cock. Mm. Got to be Zeus. I right? think it's Zeus. It's got to be probably Zeus. Zeus. The only one I throw in there is uh, Dionysus. I do have cancer also. Yeah, that does suck. Oh, cancer, what about cancer is a big dick. Yeah. What about Di- that? That one had me dying. Dionysus off to the side yelling. Tell him, Dad. It's <laughs> like telling him. Yeah. So I I, like, I'll go Dionysus. That was funny. I feel like we have to go Zeus. <laughs> we'll go Zeus. Okay. I'm going Dionysus. All right. Well, it goes to Zeus. Um, no, also, because I'm he was a dick Dionysus. in the Lightning Thief series, <laughs> kind of too. Exactly. So. All right. Well, and now he's going to be Jason Manzukis. You're biased. That's going to be funny. <laughs> I know. That's All perfect. Right. That's uh, so now we're going to go to unanswerable questions, and this is where we can speculate a little bit. Um, <laughs> what is next for? the mcu where do we go from here we obviously got <laughs> hey, hey don't read ahead okay? i'm sorry don't read ahead we obviously have um he's fucking with the wi-fi with the wrench <laughs> what is up with yeah, him all right how, how does that work the recording did start again so okay. we we're reading ahead that's a real unanswered question. yes uh so so where do we think the mcu goes from here yeah so what is next for the mcu um, obviously, um, we get the the teaser about Zeus. What? What? Okay, good. It didn't lapse this time. It just turned off and back on. The Wi-Fi did again. Uh-huh. We got IT man Durkin on the job. <laughs> um, yeah, if you haven't noticed, we've been running into some technical difficulties <laughs> during this recording. Um, We're doing our best. But like always, this this is a uh, Oscar-winning performance by our team here. Yeah. By our Ooh. IT team working in the basement. Um, what's next? What is next? <laughs> um, Young Avengers at some point. I okay. I yeah, they like basically it. set that little kid up, right? Because right well, now, but that's the question: is how young are we going for the Young Avengers? Yeah, because there is because as of right now, it's like are Wanda's kids going to be in it? So we Let's stack, fucking hope not. We Good stack God. the deck. We stick the deck. Stick the deck with, with Billy and Wiccan, uh-huh. her kids. Uh. Uh, it was my understanding that the whole reason that Haley Steinfeld signed on was to be a young Avenger, mm-hmm. but she's like 25 yeah. compared to those kids are seven. She's <laughs> old as she And then there is uh, uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel's clearly and a then young Avenger. The, the girl now in uh, Doctor Strange who can go through. She's definitely being so set she, up as young she's Avenger. She's set up as young Avenger. Um, so that we're obviously getting there somewhere, but is that so, going to be a phase four thing? Is that going to be a phase five thing? Like how many gonna, phases are we going to have? How? What it's my in? understanding that Young Avengers is going to be the culmination of Phase Four. 
Okay. Which I'm like, where is the momentum but building towards that? Right. That has now? to be speculation. Right All now. of them have been sidekicks in the movies they're in, and then we're just going to be like, yeah, this time none of their like parental figures are here to help be- them because the Marvel right now is being very diluted, not mm-hmm. only by the amount of uh, movies that they're coming out with at an alarming rate, but also the TV shows. And there seems to be no uh, cohesion between any of them. Yeah. And no payoff anywhere yeah. in the horizon. I mean, obviously the big payoff on the horizon is Kang, which I was reading the whole thing about the original way that the release schedule was supposed to be was Dr. Strange was supposed to come out a long ass time yeah. ago. And Black um, Widow is also supposed to come out, uh, oh. I believe, uh, a, a much before it did. Yeah, like two years before it did. Yeah. And uh, Loki was supposed to come out like two months ago. So that is uh, um, a byproduct of all of this, too. Um, cut them a little slack, but still. Yeah. We. It, well, I was just saying all that to say Kang is clearly what we're building towards. Which we is it though? Like I have no idea. Yeah, he's the next biggest bad guy. How do you in, know that though? In the comic books, he's the next biggest bad guy. But they're not like Thanos. following like a, a timeline, are they? No, no, no. I just mean like overall an Avengers level threat. It's always been like Thanos or Kang is like the two most popular sure. ones. So them introducing him was a clear. What about like, like Mephisto? I just that's like too meta. Because I think next, like, I think what's next for them is that they're gonna start introducing the X Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Which it's like, how does that going to be? Because build we ju- they just got the the property back yep. from Fox, so then Deadpool is probably going to be entered. Deadpool three is yep. probably going to be entered into the MCU, which is yep. I'm very nervous about. What? Yep. Um, and then uh, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four is going to be has to be next, which has never worked on screen. <laughs> no, and I and people are fucking losing their minds trying to oh. cast the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So there's three ways we go from here. Either this is all building towards Kang. Mm-hmm. Or it's all building towards Galactus, which could definitely be introduced by Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Or the like big overall leak I always read is that it's all building towards Secret Wars, which is like one of yeah, the I've biggest heard that one too. comic book. But I'm like, we have so much ground to cover to get to Secret Wars. But the only thing that gets me excited about Secret Wars is we established with the last shot in No Way Home that the symbiote is in the Marvel Universe now. Mm-hmm. so theoretically we can do black suit spider-man which was introduced in secret wars but also i feel like um all of wandavision and all this multiverse stuff is like uh that would be king mm-hmm. but uh um wandavision specifically is like leading to a mephisto yeah so i don't i i think the options are still open about how they want to do it and i just don't and we, which honestly, is almost the problem it's like choose something go also we didn't know for a long time that marvel was going to the infinity stones like going through yeah to thanos we didn't know that thanos in, existed until, until like phase end. three yeah um so a lot happened before then and it, it took 10 years to get there so are we supposed to strap in for another 10 years that's what i mean that's the Probably. worry the worry is, but I mean, like, I can strap in for 10 years if we're getting a movie per year. I can strap in for 10 movies. What I can't strap in for is 15 pieces of content per year for 10 years. Yeah, that's no, too much. Too much. <laughs> Especially when, like, they're not that good right now. Yeah, yeah no. but I mean, look at the fucking money they're making. Like, do they really I know, but they're care just gonna, much? they're just gonna bleed their own well dry. Like, it's yeah, like, so- I'm, I'm, t- 
Now I don't care Their about well Thor. Pretty fucking full. I don't know how much. You yeah. Need. Well, I mean, and then but yeah, we're, then you we're just com- get into like you know just general like we're coming cattle. To, we're coming to the point though now where people are kind of over it. Like the, you, there yeah. is there is definitely a shift in the perspective of Marvel in Phase Four. And, and as like full disclosure for like my relation to MCU, I was all out on the MCU after Thor Dark World. I mm-hmm. was like, these suck now. They're just pumping out movie after movie. I don't care. I didn't even watch Avengers 2. I was like, these movies suck now. Mm-hmm. And then Guardians of the Galaxy got me back in. And ever since, I've been like riveted. Mm-hmm. But now I'm reaching a point of like, where the fuck are you going with this, you guys? And it's like, it's not unreasonable to believe that they could lose this. And there's no way that whatever payoff that they're trying to build to is going to be as sad as fact satisfying as satisfying Sorry. yeah satisfactory uh yeah i was i was stumbling over words as satisfying as um the end of phase three as affinity wars and as oh, Endgame yeah. was like i feel like there's no, even if because even if you manage to accomplish that great task of like tying everything together as well yeah. as they do it's already been done it would it, it would have to be do it again it would have to be what sucks is at this point it would have to be a tv show that like each episode has the budget of infinity war so like, nothing else makes sense for how you could handle this many characters so yeah there's a lot of questions and we and we don't know the answer and we could speculate all day and what sucks is you just know if this is all building towards like because the only thing that has like that actual size like i could see them doing like an avengers movie that's just them fighting kang and like two but of if they were doing an avengers that. movie who are the avengers right now exactly it has to be the young avengers there's there's thor but what what's cool about Thor now is that it seems to be pretty independent from the rest of the the major timeline. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have Doctor Strange, who seems like the new leader of the Avengers. Pretty much, you have Spider Man, um, and uh, Spider Man. I'm totally a fan of him just going out completely on his own now, and which like not really being tied to much. It's I... definitely not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but. Besides those two, like who do you have in the Avengers right now? Because like, all of your main guys are out. You have the reindeer. Scarlet Witch is gone. We didn't talk about the reindeer. What reindeer? Oh, the screaming goats. The screaming goats. Oh, yeah, yeah that was a fine. That was a. That I was laughed a, a little bit, and I then I was, was like, they're kind of beating this a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah, that I was never a, got sick of it. I thought it was funny every single time. <laughs> that was like similar to. Uh, but throw them in the Avengers. the everywhere all the time all at once bits where yeah. I'm like, okay, every like third time I hear them, it's funny. <laughs> like, because, like, the second time I hear them, like, this is not, okay, now that you're still committing to it, I'm laughing again. And then it's, like, yeah. fourth, fifth time, come on. Sixth time, okay, you're still committing. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, but I just don't know who is even in the Avengers right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's, that's like, yeah, what we're saying is, like, it has to be Young Avengers, but it's, like, so many things have to happen for that to work. I it's think like, you have is, to age is, up. Is Moon Knight going to come into, like, the, the, the stuff? I haven't like even the, finished Moon Knight. because I, I haven't watched any of it. Where it locks into, <laughs> yeah. like, and I don't want to sound like that guy who's like, Spider-Man has to be in Moon Knight for me to watch it. But I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And so and so you have Oscar Isaac, like one of the best guys in the game right now. Yeah. It's like, so it's like, what are you going to do? Put Oscar Isaac in Avengers movies? He's not going to want to fucking show up to do all that filming and shit. So, so it's like, I feel I, like it has to be a standalone character. And it's so like, I have what's no, going on? I just have no idea. So well, whatever happens, happens. Is Korg uh, gay enough? Uh, that is a great a, next on the unanswerable question. I is Korg gay enough? I actually did really like that ending of him being like, oh, I found Dween. <laughs> <laughs> I found a nice dude named Dween. <laughs> he had that nice ass mustache. I was geeking at that. <laughs> um, and and I, I, I say this a little bit in jest, but um, if we want to have a quick, broad conversation about 
the uh, representation in in Marvel right now. Um, they and I'm not gonna applaud them or I'm not gonna like judge them or whatever for their in- inclusion, but I feel like it's like if if your representation is a 30 second line yeah it's not representation which they've been doing for like six years now yes <laughs> so it's like you have like literally one scene where cork's like yeah like us rock dudes like like other rock dudes and we make little lava babies <laughs> yeah and you're like all right cork's gay yeah. and then like the valkyrie uh, uh tessa thompson's like yeah i used to have a girlfriend and like that's it yeah and it's like okay like if you're gonna do it then like well but now they're up to two different yeah. 30 second scenes um and, and it's so funny that I, uh, we're sitting here and we're like, okay, like you're one, th- like this doesn't matter. Like, why are you yeah. even like mentioning it? And if you're going to mention it, like actually do it. But there's a guy like two seats away for me that Cork is like, yeah, like when I like rock, we, uh, uh, us rock dudes, like other rock dudes, he guys like, oh, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, guy, this guy's made of rocks. I like, heard what, that. I would have laughed out loud if I would have heard something. <laughs> I, I looked over and I was like, what do you stop, guy? Yeah. Like, which it's like, then yeah, sure. Then it, these thirty seconds do actually matter. And then, and then, literally ten seconds after it, Tessa Thompson's is like, uh, "Do you have or Do you ever want an, uh, another girlfriend?" And he's like, "Oh," <laughs> I'm like, "Guy, go home." And uh, that's the guy who's commenting on like our slash movies, going, "They're just shoving it in my face." <laughs> I love, I love though the running joke of on um, movie circle jerk, especially when they say, uh, wake up everyone. Uh, Marvel's 60th first gay character just dropped. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? Um, it's like, they're trying so hard to like do the bare minimum to like, in, in make the inclusion of, of like the LGBT community. And, uh, it's like what if you're Disney, it's like we know that like you hate gay people. So like why are you trying to throw this thirty second line in here? I don't know. It's just like weird to me. Like, like the the level of representation that they're trying to do where it's yeah. like we did it just to say we did it and nothing more. Yeah. But yeah, I whatever. it's like a conundrum that I can't really wrap my head around where it's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I guess I guess you can just keep doing the 30 second scenes and slowly build it up till you have 20 minutes yeah, <laughs> when you're putting out 150 hours of content per phase but it's like give someone like a a storyline an actual and like i think or they like a that, romance like, they don't even have ever we showed like an actual at-home life of like a homosexual couple and like eternals it, but like i don't know i just feel like anytime i like put this under a magnifying scope it like almost it's like when a fucking proton uh, fucking changes its behavior under under uh, what's the word I'm looking for the microscope. When you view it, what's that? Yeah. What's that theory called when they like shoot lasers and it the changes when wave, you wave something about the wave something particle theory. Anywho, it's like as soon as I start to like analyze, like is this good diversity or bad diversity? It's like it's it's already shifted now mm. because I'm analyzing at like did this complete its amount of diversity points? It's like, well, that's not the point is yeah. to look at it as was this enough diversity? It's like, it's not enough anything. Like it's like, it's just life. You just show life. So and I don't know. Anywho is, is core gay enough? Who's to say? Only time. No, will tell. <laughs> he's not. 
All right, the Vin Diesel Terrible at Acting Award goes to... I think it's a absolute runaway, and we don't have it on the list. Who? I think it's Cat Dennings. It's not even fucking close. I could see that. And it's not Russell Crowe? I don't think Russell Crowe is I that bad. love Russell Crowe. Yeah. I literally put it on the list for controversy. <laughs> <laughs> like, his little skirt flip going downstairs completely safe. Because it was... It's... I... He's so fucking out there and ridiculous that it's, <laughs> yeah. it's so bad that it's so good. That's what I mean is it's like it was just it just the way he was like every noun I noticed, like even though it was plural, he was always saying it like the singular form. He it was, was like really such perfectly broken English. <laughs> he was really committed to the bit. <laughs> I loved it. Um, um, you could do I Melissa have... McCarthy. She was there for two seconds. Yeah, I know. No, I loved her in it. Um. I've, yeah, we give it to Matt Damon. And then I have, and then. Uh, oh, it, sorry, it, sorry. It, real quick. That was one of the best lines in the movie is when Matt Damon comes up to her. And hey, should like, we write a play about this? We need to write a play about this tragedy. <laughs> I didn't hear no. I was like, that was a great way to be I, like, look how much actors suck at us. Um, and then obviously we have the two kid actors. Oh, there's more than two, but I have Love and who I thought was kind of bad. Yeah. But I, also she's just a kid, so. Yeah, she was young enough where it's like, oh, I don't even know how much you can actually no, like, yeah, I, actively I, think about acting. We just hate age. kids in movies. But I actually agree. As I was like, Axel, everything he was doing, but he was not helped at all by CGI. My God. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it to Natalie Portman, unfortunately. Oh. I thought she phoned it in, and it was only, it was obviously only multiplied by how bad her writing was. I thought about putting her on the list, but I was like, it's Natalie Portman. Um, but all right, I'm I not above. With I'm not I'm, above calling in a phoned out, phoned in uh, performance. Poof, what's your opinion on this? For terrible acting, Cat mm-hmm. Dennings. But do, what's your opinion on Natalie Portman getting it? I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really um, don't think she deserves that award at all. Or to bypass. You could. You could. It's up to you to settle it, Danny. Now, we might have to give the Vin Diesel award to Vin Diesel. He was in he it. Was in this movie. What? He's in it. Where? He's Groot. He's Groot. Oh, <laughs> not really though. Not this Groot. Yeah, he is. Yeah, is he? Yeah, it's just him and like a the young modulator. Groot still. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw it in the I credits too because yeah. I'd actually been wondering it. I'm like, uh, I wonder if they were just like, come on, why are we, we have Vin to Diesel? give <laughs> Vin Diesel the Vin Diesel award? I, I think, think we gotta by default. That's the only way to get past this bypass. Impasse. Give it to Natalie Portman. I want to smoke. A gastric. We have to give this the gastric bypass. Exactly. Vin Diesel terrible at acting. Where it goes to Natalie Portman. Oscar noms. I disagree. No Oscar noms. Uh, editing. I thought I'd... <laughs> terrible. Editing. Are you serious for a second? <laughs> um, good no, guy, bad guy. I don't think. Uh, what's your ranking of the movie? Uh, overall. Yeah. Well, I gave it three stars. I have it as. One second, let me change my sort by here. Uh, my rating highest first. I have this on par with like Captain Marvel, Ant Man one, and like Loki. Okay, where I, have I like Loki situated. more than this. I think. I think I like Loki too. It's just that. Well, let me not even compare the movie to the TV show yeah. stuff. Um. I have it at a three stars as well. I have it at three and a half. And yeah, like I said, the first half, two and a half to two range. It was horrendous. Every bit of dialogue was giving me the opposite See, reaction it yeah. should have. I thought it had a str- uh, uh, the the middle was fine. I hated the end and I hated the beginning. Yeah, 
yeah, thought the middle, middle was for sure the strongest, but like I didn't hate any part of it. And I'm not in love like, with I just, that ending. It's just like we finally got in like the Ragnarok groove around. I shouldn't say hate. I shouldn't say hate. I don't know. This like basically I gauge it on if I told an absolute stranger to sit down and watch this movie, do I think that they'd have a bad time? And this yeah, is just not a movie I can imagine just sitting down and not. Yeah, that's what I mean. Fun. That's like saying I was trying to divorce myself from is I'm like so much of my disliking of this movie comes from my liking of ragnarok yeah i think i i went i was very excited for this one i had very high expectations Same, going yeah. forward see my and expectations it just disappointed. weren't that high yeah. which i think is kind of why i don't feel and as I strongly about this a really important thing to do if you were like me or danny and you felt really let down by this film is to go watch jojo rabbit as soon as possible did you do that I yeah. Think you said, yeah and get any idea in your head of oh shit i was wrong taika waititi is not a good director out of your head because jojo rabbit is incredible it is one of the, my favorite movies um next time we do a director breakdown we should do taika i yeah well we gotta get into his older stuff his new zealand stuff yeah I haven't done uh, any of the old shit yet. Can you ballpark what we're after time? Hour twenty. Cut it right now. <laughs> do we do good guy, bad guy? Uh, no good guy, bad guy. This week we can't. We can't do. We can't do that. All right, everyone, go watch Coco. No K O K O. As soon as you can, we gotta get those numbers up. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, the bank wanted drug screen for everyone on the crew before they forward the money. A piss test? Yes, a piss test. I'll have what she's having.